Super Talk Mississippi media production. Or free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Happy, beautiful Tuesday to you, Golden Eagle fans listening around the state of Mississippi and beyond. It's the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Happy to have you joining us. Luke Johnson, live from the First Bank Studios in beautiful downtown Laurel. Michael Mergens producing for us in Hattiesburg. Bob out today. Kelly Sander will be joining us a little later in the program. A lot to get to, a uh, a great announcement for women's basketball. Some news uh, just uh, a few hours ago, men getting ready for their uh, tournament game out in Frisco, Texas uh, tonight. We'll be talking also later in the show some new capacity uh guidelines that have come out uh, make more Southern Miss fans able to get into some spring venues. Lots lots to get to today. Talk some with Kelly Center. Heath Hinton from Big Gold Nation will join us in just a minute. First segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you every day by Dickie's Barbecue Pit. They have it all. Brisket, pork, ribs, chicken, sausage. You can even walk in and, and get some uh, really awesome sloppy fries. Uh, Dickie's has it all. And of course, when you eat Inside, you get that free famous ice cream, the hometown team in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, and Laurel in Laurel on 16th Avenue in Hattiesburg next to Turtle Creek Mall. So Dickie's cooked here, loved everywhere. Maybe you got a spring gathering, spring outing coming up. They can cater it. So go see our friends at Dickie's Barbecue Pit. Happy to start off the show because it's Tuesday. Heath Hinton from Big Gold Nation, Southern Miss Insider, joins us now and and uh, Heath, big news today uh, for women's basketball. Uh, Malaya Grayson is the Conference USA Co-Freshman of the Year. Just the fourth Lady Eagle all-time uh, with Janice Felder, Alexis Hall, and uh, Kendra Reed. And first Lady Eagle being named Co-Freshman of the Year since 2007. And she's from Hattiesburg, Mississippi. This is a big day for Lady Eagle basketball. Oh, it sure is, man. What a what a great honor for Malia, young lady who, um, look, shooting like almost sixty percent on the season from the floor. As you say, a six three freshman, part of that youth movement for Lady Eagle basketball. That you look at that team with Kyle Warmsley, Gray, her, Rose Warren, some other young young basketball players. And I tell you what, um, this team's loaded. This team's going to be loaded for the next. Uh, two to three years. Wow, it's, it's so uh, Grayson basketball in Hagsburg. It is, and and uh, it's it's been a difficult season because of uh, not only with what everybody's dealing with, but the Lady Eagles behind Coach McNellis and and fighting with her and then supporting her through her journey. But but talk about also you look at Grayson and you look at her size and you look at what she's done this year um, for for the Lady Eagles, and it was a, a needed position. You you had uh, Kelsey Jones down low, but you know you always need uh, also 
any big you can get. And so Kelsey's at 6'3", but she's a redshirt junior. So Grayson comes in from Hattiesburg High School, a 6'3 freshman, um, averaging about nine points and, and six rebounds. And when you look at that, Heath, I mean, you're, you're almost to a double-double every time she's gone out there. And I think, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but when you got a big down low and you got somebody that young that even though they're learning the game, they're, they're kind of a, a step ahead of the curve, it helps the outside and it takes pressure off the guards and even the three position when you got somebody down low that can play that well. Especially in Conference USA where you're not going to play against many bigs um, with her talent level. I mean, you're just not going to see the teams with a player like her. She's going to be able to take advantage of a lot with her size and her ability to – she has such great touch in the paint. Like you said, her uh, – she can back down to the basket. She can turn around and spot up at the basket. Uh, she can do a lot of different things, and you're right, that does open up the outside game because most of the time when she gets the ball down low, they're going to have to double-team her if they want to stop her. And that's going to open an outside shot up or open a, open a chance for – you know, a cut to the basket or uh, coming off a set play. It's wonderful to have a, a big like that. So, yeah, I mean, she just does so much for that team on the floor when she's out there. Averaging almost uh, or one, over one block a game. Uh, she's stolen the ball, uh, rebounds, total rebounds uh, for this year. She has 97 rebounds leading the Golden Eagles in that. And so a great way to start uh, tournament week uh, with uh, Malaya Grayson, the uh, freshman center for Southern Miss, the co Freshman of the year for women's basketball in uh, Conference USA, and congratulations to her. All right, Heath, let's uh, let's move to uh, the men's side. Uh, they they got a chance. Uh, the door was opened by the league. All fourteen teams getting in. Men out in Frisco, Texas tonight to take on the Rice Owls. And I was just going back looking at some of these games. I think the key tonight is they've got to limit Rice from the outside. Rice shoots the second most threes in, in any team in Conference USA. The first game back on February 5th, Rice shot 40.6% from three-point land. And then uh, the next day on February the 6th, Rice shot almost 44%. In your mind, uh, what do they have to do tonight to, to have a chance to beat Rice? You can't start off slow. You have to start off fast and then and at the start of each half, and then there's always a time in the game, especially in the second half, where Southern misses defense to play well, and they'll hold the team without scoring for four, maybe five minutes. They do that. But then they can't score. The men just can't score for some reason. So they're going to have to eliminate those two things. If they eliminate those two things and they start fast and they play well the whole game, and just forget about this season. This is a new season, a totally new season. They can do some things in the tournament. They can. Uh, it's just a mindset they have to have. And I think I like the way Coach Ladner said it in the press conference. The team is that's the way they're doing. They're going out there, you know, to we're just going to shut everything off. And, and, and look, we don't remember nothing. It's a new season. And going to have to start fast and play hard. I think they do that. They can win one or two games out there. Last time Southern Miss played Rice, Tyler Stevenson had a double-double, 29 points. 
10 rebounds. Uh, Jaron Pierre uh, with uh, with nine points. Uh, the first game the day before, back on February the 5th, Tay Hardy and, and DeAndre Pinckney both had 15. Probable starters for tonight, Justin Johnson, DeAndre Pinckney, Tay Hardy, Ladavius Drain, Tyler Stevenson. Um, it's going to be important, I think. There's going to be times when Rice is going to hit a three-pointer, Southern Miss is going to hit one, Drain's got to be on. Um, what does Tyler Stevenson and Tay Hardy, what do they have to do tonight? I think that Tyler just has to keep playing like he has, and Tay is going to have to do like he did in that FIU game, take over the second half. Uh, he's the type of player that can you can put the ball in his hands, the team can jump on his back and go, okay, let's go win the game. And I think that's what you have to do. I think that's what he has to do. I think he has to be the guy at the end that, you know, give him the ball, get away. Tyler has to be a guy that has to have a good game in the paint. No turnovers. Can't have turnovers low. Can't have the ball go off his hands, which has gotten us so much better in the second half of the season from the first half. And just play. You know, they really haven't played bad the last four games of the season. Just have to build on that and play harder. And I think those are the two biggest things. Drain has to shoot well, too. Drain has not shot well. He shot well uh, in that FIU win. He did shoot well there. And he has to shoot well again. He has to get going for whatever reason. He, they've got him open shots, and he's missed. He's turned down. He's got to shoot. You know, he's got to shoot often. And he's got to make baskets. That's the three catalysts on this team. Those guys have to have good games for Southern Miss to win. One of the things we've seen down the stretch, about a minute left, Heath, is uh, Justin Johnson who's come in and his second half of the season after that come-to-truth meeting he had with Jay Ladner's played exceptionally well. He's kind of forced uh, Pierre on the bench, and, and uh, I, I just kind of your, – your thoughts about that with, with Pierre as the freshman, Johnson with a little more collegiate experience, uh, with Pierre coming off the bench now kind of as the sixth or seventh man. Yeah, I think it was just – you know, Pierre is a freshman. He kind of hit that wall. He has played better as of late. Um, it's just one of those things to where, you know, Johnson has a little more experience collegiate level. Johnson has played extremely well. He has played extremely well the past, I'd probably say, the last 10 games of the season. But even with him playing well, the Eagles lose. He still needs to play well, but he's, but you've got to have Drain, you got to have Stevenson, and you got to have Hardy each in double digits for this team to win. Absolutely. We're talking to Heath Hinton of Big Gold Nation. We're going to take a break. Come back. Will Hall at a press conference today following spring practice. Talk some baseball. Southern Miss taking on Rice tonight at 7 p.m. out in Frisco, Texas. The play-in game for the opening round of Conference USA Tournament. It's on ESPN+. Plus, and, of course, you can listen to the voice of the Golden Eagles, John Cox, on the broadcast as well. We'll step aside. Eagle Hour continues right after this. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Tuesday continues on the Eagle Hour in a beautiful 
Absolutely beautiful Tuesday afternoon. Happy to have you along. Luke Johnson at the First Bank Studios in downtown Laurel, Mississippi. Michael Mergens producing at the First Bank Studio in Hattiesburg. Bob out today. Uh, we continue our conversation with Heath Hinton of Big Gold Nation. And before we get to Heath, second segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you every day by Campus Bookmark, located on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg, right across the street from the University of Southern Mississippi. The big gold building and, man, everything you need to cheer on the black and gold you can find in Campus Bookmark. You can always find them online, campusbookmark.net, and they will ship all your Southern Miss gear straight to your house. We continue with Heath. And Heath, before we jump into spring football, just kind of want to give you an opportunity, man. Uh, about a, a year ago, you started on a journey. And, man, lots of uh, Southern Miss fans and Southern Miss Eagles have encouraged you and supported you along that. I know a couple weekends ago it was really special to you. You got to, to be on campus uh, for your first athletic events uh, since about a year ago. Just kind of bring us up to date about how you're doing. Yeah, I actually got to go to, uh, for birthdays, some buddies of mine got me, and we went to uh, La Tech to watch Southern Miss play basketball, and that was really the first time. And made a weekend out of it and different things. And it's the first time I got to go to a sporting event, but to go back to Southern Miss and cover a sporting event, first time was uh, a couple weeks ago, and I have to say it was pretty awesome getting back and, um, and going well, just still doing the rehab, learning how to walk still. But, uh, you know, it's one of those situations to where uh, you just count your blessings every day that it wasn't worse and that I still get to do what I love to do. And uh, thanks to everybody for their prayers and support, and they're still needed. But, you know, we, we're on that we're on that downward path now, hopefully. And uh, hopefully awesome. be there this weekend, too. Oh, it's great, man. We uh, we certainly have been with you and support you, and uh, just encourage everybody out there. When you when you start seeing Heath Hinton around Southern Miss, come up, give him a a, a fist bump, and uh, hard pressed to find anybody else that loves the Golden Eagles as much as as Heath Hinton. All right, Heath, let's uh, let's shift to football. Uh, you were in a press conference with Coach Will Hall uh, just uh, an hour or so ago. What uh, Coach Hall have to say about this week in spring practice? You know, he's, he's really happy with where they are. He, he loves the competition that he's seeing. He loves the fact that that they're out there battling each other. It's, it's, it's good competition. It's competition in the way that they're out there. Uh, he makes a statement to say, you know, steel sharpens steel. And he said we're out there going after each other. If a wide receiver beats a DB, the DB just the DB says, "All right, but I'm getting you back." And then the DB gets him back. That's what he wants. Uh, they're still trying. You know, they're day seven now. They're still trying to implement some stuff. And and going forward, I think he's extremely happy. They don't do a lot of scrimmaging because of the fact that you know you don't you want to get these team you want to get these players to learn this system and learn the you know offense and defense. So I think you'll see some more of that starting next week. He's not big on doing it every practice in the spring, which I think is a great idea. A lot of times defenses are ahead of offenses, and what is an offense game if they can't get nothing done? Uh, I think he's really happy about what he's seen and, and where they're at. and uh, he, he really believes this team is talented enough to win the conference this year, that's for sure. 
One area that we are keeping an out uh, an eye out on is the offensive line. There's been a lot of shuffling going in there, and some of the guys uh, that you know have been in their normal positions are not going to be there if, if somebody watches spring or or goes to the spring game. Really, at, at every position, it seems like Heath uh, they've shuffled guys all around. Yeah, you know they moved Arvin Fletcher to center, which I think is is probably is the best move you can make. He's what I call an inside three. The two guards are a center, and Coach Hall's even said that, look, he can play center at the next level. He's that good. Uh, Tykeen Dawes, Khalid Washington, two just massive, massive human beings are now at tackle. You got Foxy at guard. I still think they're working, seeing who's going to come out with that left guard spot. We'll see what happens on through uh, spring and in the fall. But, yeah, he's not upset about his offensive line. I think he's really excited about where they are. You don't see any concerns there. Uh, new offensive line coach, It's uh, there's some good things happening offensive line. They made moves, but they made moves that made sense. They made moves to put people in better positions for them to succeed. Um. At the on the defensive line, the other side of the line, what's kind of been the response of the team uh, with was Jacquez Turner coming back? I mean, I don't think anybody had issue with him. Uh, it was a totally different dynamic than a few of the other players. Has I guess he's been welcomed back with open arms, and people are ecstatic that he's back. Sure, him, Mitchell, uh, Booth, all of them. It just adds depth to that front. Look, he's an all conference player. Get him back on that defensive line with what you had developed last year. And they've got, you know, six, seven guys that can play the defensive line. They got six linebackers they can rotate in and out. It added depth, but it also added depth that are the starters. And look, he, he was the reason he was all conference. He's good. And no, there's been not an issue. It's been a smooth transition. Those guys have really bought into what Coach Hall and them are doing. The attitude, you know, Luke, one thing. I think it's different is the attitude around there. There used to be a swagger to Southern Miss, and you can feel it now talking to players and, and and talking, you know, to coaches. There's a there's a swagger that used to be at Southern Miss, and I think that swagger is returning. And I, I think you understand what I'm talking about. There was just it was a, it was you know that we're the best in conference USA, and we know it, and we're going to play like that, and it has, it was lost. And I think you see it coming back a little bit. Everybody wants to see that. Uh, we we talked to Chad Williams, cornerback coach, uh, a couple of weeks ago on on this show, and he was a former teammate of mine. And, and he said, uh, "Just get ready. We're gonna we're gonna bring the nasty bunch back." And I think a lot of people are excited to hear that. We're talking with Heath Hinton of uh, Big Gold Nation. Heath, uh, about three minutes left. Let's shift to baseball. Uh, I just was telling somebody today, man. You know, you you look up and uh, you look at six and five, and you're just like, oh. You know, barely above 500. But then you look and you see that you've won three weekend series, and you've won them against uh, the favorite in in the, the Big East, the favorite in the Ohio Valley, and uh, a team that's going to you know be be good in the Southland with with Northwestern State. And I guess what I'm saying is uh, the six and five looks a little better when you think about how they've they've won three weekend series. Yeah, I mean the Eagles started off with a really good schedule, um, and, and I mean, you look at Southern Miss, they're a team. I mean, a lot of people, they lost two in a row to State, and then they went up to Jacksonville, and they lost the first game. 
didn't look good, and you know, people, the sky is falling, the sky is falling, it's terrible. And you're like, they're young, it's early in the season. And then they come back and they win the next two games and they look good doing so. So this is what you call a young team where they're going to have their ups and downs. Yeah, I think you're going to see them now maybe this weekend. This weekend's contest was, uh, I still call Louisiana Lafayette, ooh la la. Uh, This is going to be a fun series. Both teams are, you know, have recently been to the world. Well, I think uh, Louisiana Lafayette hosted a super regional. But they're teams that have a lot of success that aren't in the SEC or the Big 12. Very, very respected uh, baseball programs. And I think this is one of those tournaments, two teams that have a lot in common. And I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to this weekend's baseball series. Yeah, the Raging Cages, I think this is going to be a real test uh, for Southern Miss. It's going to be, in some ways, it's going to show what type of team the Southern Miss team really is. Uh, Raging Cajuns, 9-4 and four on the year. They've won series against uh, Tulane, took two out of three. Uh, lost to LSU, but, but won two midweek games against La Tech. Swept Rice uh, in Lafayette and uh, won two out of three against Houston Baptist. They did lose a, a midweek game at McNeese, but I think in a lot of ways it's going to, uh, to to show what the Eagles are made of. We talked to, to Coach Barry yesterday. He made the comment. He moved Walker Powell to to, to Saturday just to kind of mix it up. Uh, Coach Ostrander wanted to work a little more with, with Ben Etheridge. Um, but, you know, with, without a midweek game, man, I mean, Boyd's there. <laughs> He'll be ready in case there's an issue. Um, I, I think one thing with the starting pitchers, Stanley's got to get the ball a little more down uh, in order to, to not give up some home runs. Yeah, and look, that game, Stanley was uh, pitching in. The ball was just howling dead out in center field, and you're right. His ball was up a little bit, and it's you get to bat on the ball. Wind's blowing out. The ball carries. Uh, he's going to be fine. He's just got to get his pitches down. Walker did well because, you know, he's a sinker ball type of pitcher. A lot of ground ball outs, double plays. And then, you know, Edwards did a pretty good job starting off, and then the bullpen came in yeah. and was great. The Southern Miss pitching staff has been keeping this team in games. They're extremely good. And look, if the bats can come around, if Southern Miss can have more games, especially like they did in Saturday's games, then I think, you know, this team's going to win a lot of games, Luke, a lot of games. All right, Heath, real quick, how can people join Big Gold Nation? Go to southernmiss.rivals.com or just Google Big Gold Nation or on your favorite search engine. Go to join. You can join monthly. You can join yearly. Yearly, you get a little bit of a discount. Eight ninety nine a month. You get all the uh, Southern Miss info. We'll give you updates on what's happening in and around Southern mm-hmm. Miss. Tell you about what's going on. A lot of fun. Luke's on there. You can speak to him if you want to. All right, Heath. Appreciate you joining us, man. Have a great week. You too, my friend. Y'all have a good one. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Yeah, we will get more information from Jeremy McLean later in the week. Kelly, um, not supposed to be looking for FBS head coaches this time of the year, but one Big 12 team is. Yeah, the University of Kansas is looking for him for one as uh, Les Miles was, was shown the door after some uh, allegations surfaced while he was 
uh, at LSU allegations of, of misconduct. But, you know, we've talked about how these coaches and these buyouts and so on. Now, look, even even if even if he, you know, did or didn't do this, Les Miles is going to get somewhere in the neighborhood of $8 million to go home. I, I, just, I just do not understand why society places so much value on these head coaches that they even get millions of dollars when they do wrong or do poorly. Now, again, in this country, you're innocent until proven guilty, so I'm not saying that Coach Miles is guilty. But one thing is for certain, he's not going to be at Kansas anymore, okay? And because of that, he's going to get, you know, a bunch of money. In the meantime, two of the names to look, look for in this coaching search certainly have ties to Southern Miss. Reportedly looking at is Jeff Munkin, who is Todd Munkin's first cousin. And uh, Munkin, of course, has been at Army for the past uh, eight years. And actually, what's remarkable about the Black Knights and what they really like about Jeff Munkin is that you'll love this statistic, Luke. It's one of those weird ones. When it comes to the fewest penalty yards, all right, the fewest penalty yards in the NCAA, the Black Knights of Army in Munkin's nine years have been in the top 17, meaning they have the fewest penalty yards. But, you know, 17 teams, only 16 teams in the country allowed fewer penalty yards than the Knights over the past uh, eight seasons. So you're getting a, a disciplinarian, you're getting a guy that, uh, that really knows how to run a clean football program, not only off the field, but, but on the field. And another name that they're looking at is Tulane head coach Willie Fritz. After Willie Fritz had practically all of his assistants leave him, uh, many of which followed Will Hall here to Southern Miss, Willie Fritz now is rumored to be one of the leading candidates. Of course, he coached high school football in Overland Park, Kansas, way back in his uh, early, early in his career. And he actually played at Pittsburgh State in Kansas, the Fighting Gorillas, by the way. Uh, the, the Pittsburgh State Gorillas, and he also played it at Central Missouri. And of course, the Green Wave have won three straight bowl games under Willie Fritz. So, um, you know, a couple of names to watch for in that in that Kansas. But yeah, there's, there's never necessarily a good time. But right here, when when spring training is getting ready to start for them, and now you got to start from scratch in a program that was really struggling anyway, and now it's going to cost them struggling. Struggling is yeah. a compliment. Kelly, they haven't had a win well, season right. since 08. Yeah, they haven't right. won four games in a season since 2009. From 2009 to 2018, they lost a FBS record 46 consecutive road games. But here's what Les Miles did. This is pretty interesting. Last year, they had the sixth-ranked recruiting class in in the Big 12. So uh, I, I'm, I always kind of watch um, Kansas football from a distance. Their tight ends coach, Josh Ergel, was a uh, was a graduate assistant with me, and uh, Ergel's name came up because he's one of the he's the guy that pulled Scotty Walden in to D3 ball in in Texas, and uh, he's kind of got Scotty into the offensive stuff. So Josh Ergel goes back with Southern Miss. I've kind of watched him from from a distance, but yeah, I mean, I just I'm thinking about you know these these. The, the players and I'm just thinking about you know how are you not going to get in a COVID year a bunch of kids transfer and 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 uh, you know with with a coaching staff and I, you know, the new guy coming in you you got to think he's not going to probably retain most of the coaching staff and 
But, but it just, like you said, it trickles down. If Munkin goes there or Fritz or somebody else goes there, it just disrupts three or four different programs at, at once because whoever goes there, you know, you've got to get the next guy. I would think they would probably get a, a, a coordinator uh, more more than a head coach because I don't think any head coach would leave at this point. You sure wouldn't think so unless it's now, – now, interestingly, another name that's getting a lot of play is Bill Clark at UAB. Um, you know, so so because so much has been made about the job that Clark has done at UAB, and very few coaches have done have done as so much with so little, and um, they really like that about Bill Clark. So you have to leave UAB to go to a bottom feeder uh, in the Big Twelve. But um, but yeah, so there's another name with some Southern Miss ties, a Conference USA coach, Bill Clark. You'd have to think with what he's done at UAB, if he wanted to make a move, um, that he could that he could maybe find a school with a little bit more football uh, tradition. Absolutely. But nonetheless, his name is being bannered about. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, talk about a few more things. Stick around with us. Uh, Eagle Hour continues. We'll close out this. Tuesday edition from the First Bank Studios in Laurel and Hattiesburg. Right after this, stick with us on the Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Final segment today brought to you by DBAT and uh, D1 Training. Hattiesburg, Mississippi, great place uh, to get some instruction and to work on your fitness. DBAT on the left, D1 Training on the right. Spring break camps coming up. Good spring break camps coming up. More information about that later in the week, but DBATHattiesburg.com. You can find out everything you need to know. DBAT D1, proud sponsors of the Eagle Hour. Luke Johnson, Michael Mergens from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel. First Bank, our studio sponsor, been with us a long time. Two locations in Hattiesburg on Hardy Street and then out um, in Oak Grove on Highway 98 West in Hattiesburg, the home of the Perfect Ten. Lots of our great friends out there. They can help you with all kinds of stuff. So stop by First Bank. They've been doing it a long time, more than 100 years uh, serving Mississippi. Kelly Sander continues uh, with us, and a big win for volleyball yesterday. Lady Eagles only won one of 13 conference games last season. Right now they are 3-3. Three and three. They swept Louisiana Tech. They split with UAB. They win yesterday. UAB comes into Hattiesburg, and they beat the Blazers 3-1. to one. Uh, Kelly, any time Southern Miss beats UAB, I'm happy about it, right? Yeah, since uh, going back to that. I'm still not over that football game from a couple years ago where the Eagles were one game away from potentially getting a major bowl bid. It was a Thursday night. It was really cold up at UAB. Fedora was the coach, and nobody would have thought that Southern Miss would have gone in there and gotten beaten. And I, like I said, I'm, I'm still not over that one. <laughs> well, uh, Lady Eagles uh, defeat UAB yesterday. Decane Maratska had 12 kills. 
Kinsley Hand, uh, Kinsley Handback had 11. Uh, Southern Miss will go on the road at UTSA Sunday Monday. Lady Eagles 8-5 and five on the year. Got a winning record, 500 in the conference, so looking to improve. We wish Coach Radecki and her ladies all the best. Uh, Kelly, um, your your thoughts tonight, Southern Miss uh, going to throw out Justin Johnson, DeAndre Pinkney, Tay Hardy, Ladavia Strain, Tyler Stevenson on ESPN Plus, and it's a play-in game. Uh, Rice really killer with the three ball. Uh, what's your what's your thoughts tonight? But, but this is a, you know this is the team that the Eagles split with during the regular season, so they know they know. No, they, they got beat twice. With. Did they? I thought we split they with did Rice. Get beat. Yeah. Ah, oh, well, I, they beat I appreciate us both that. times. I, I appreciate the correction. I, I thought we we split with the rice, um, but uh, but it was the three ball that, that killed the Eagles before. So um, statistically, though, if you're going to let them shoot the, those three point shots, statistically they're not going to make them. It just so it just so happens on that second game in particular they made a bunch of them. Um, so, but it was sure would it sure would make mean a lot for the program and confidence wise these guys if they can just win this one right just just win one. Yeah. So let's hope that that happens. I want to see Tyler Stevenson dominate inside. Tay Hardy's got to take over. Last time these two teams played, Tyler Stevenson had a double-double, 29 points, 10 boards. So got to have that tonight and, and want to see Kanatsik and Pierre and some of those guys really contribute minutes. Heath Hinton said it best. they got to start fast, cannot get behind early. In both of those games this season, Eagles never won a half. They were outscored uh, four out of four halves. So uh, be interested to see how they defend the three. All right, we talked to Heath Hinton earlier uh, today, and he asked me off air, Kelly Sander. He, he, you know, he's a, a good friend of the show, and and uh, he he will give me suggestions from time to time. This is probably one of the best suggestions he's made. He wants to bring to the Eagle Hour. Now we're going old school here. We're going old school TV career, Kelly Sander. He wants to bring back Sander's best and worst to the Eagle Hour. Oh wow! I appreciate him remembering that. Um, that was that was. I would do that on Mondays uh, because you know lots of times there just wasn't a lot going on on Mondays. So what I would do is scour all the videotapes of people that would submit video, you know, over the weekends, and I would kind of make my own Academy Awards with the best this or the worst that. It was usually a lot of uh, you know sports bloopers and and people really see, and I. I'd put some, you know, bluegrass music behind it or some circus music or something like that. And people really seemed uh, to enjoy that. So I, I appreciate him, um, you know, remembering that blast for, from the past. If, if there was a way we could do it with audio, I, I would love to do that. But I don't, I don't know the feasibility of it. But it just brings a smile to my face to know that uh, there's still some people that remember that segment. You had hair back then. Uh, I had a, I had a lot more hair, a lot less weight, um, but I tell people I'm a bodybuilder. It took me you know it took me a long, <laughs> long time uh, to build this body, and uh, it's probably time that I start trying to unbuild it. You know, try to break it down uh, a, a little bit. Now you said that you said what was the worst? Said, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to ask the Lady Eagles play tomorrow though, right? But and that's a morning game. Play at 11 a.m. against FIU. Yeah. Okay. And that game will be that game will be uh, that that's also on ESPN Plus, right? I, I'm not showing up any type of TV oh. broadcast for that, but I'm okay. pretty sure you can listen uh, to to uh, Southern Miss radio affiliates and and pick up that game. But men play tonight at seven against FIU. 
I'm sorry, against Rice, ladies play up right. for you. So men tonight against Rice, 7 o'clock tip-off. Eagles going for their ninth win of the year and live would live to play another day. That's on ESPN+. Plus. Hey, that's all the time we got today. Appreciate you joining us uh, again. With uh, with Eagle Hour, if you don't catch uh, the radio broadcast, you can supertalklaurel.com, supertalkhattiesburg.com, supertalk.fm. You can go to Google Play, the App Store, the iTunes App Store, Stitcher, Spotify, and find us and listen to us anytime. We'll be back tomorrow at 1 p.m. same time. And as always, Southern Miss to the, to the top. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.